This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 62. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Because I'm always doing a Google search for real estate podcasts just to see how my podcast is ranking, I notice every other good podcast for real estate agents as well. Last year, I discovered Toby Salgado's podcast, Super Agents Live, and you might recall I interviewed Toby for my show and he interviewed me. That way, we both get to connect with audiences we don't have. It's a clear win-win. Then I noticed another podcast for real estate agents quickly climbing up Google search rankings. The Onion Juice podcast is hosted by Neil Mathwig, an energetic and creative realtor from Madison, Wisconsin. Neil's message is to encourage agents to become a media company that happens to sell real estate. And as soon as I saw that, I knew we were a good fit. I thought we could do something similar to what Toby and I did and create some awesome content that our listeners would immediately benefit from. So then, like any good agent, I started stalking him and following a relentless onslaught of emails, Facebook and text messages, he gave up and agreed to an interview we could both use as an episode for our respective podcasts. We decided on a topic that's close to the heart of all great agents, listing. In fact, the 10 best ways to get listings. And as you'll hear in this episode, Neil and I dive deep into what we believe are a heap of great listing ideas that you can start using today. And you'll be pleased to discover that some cost little or nothing. Then once we got started, there was no holding back. And we agreed after our recording session that we have too much material for one show and decided to create two episodes. So here is the 10 best ways to get listings, part one. We reference a heap of domain links, so make sure you check out the show notes for those. I want to thank Neil for saying yes to being involved, and I'm hopeful that my contribution will be as much help to his listeners as his ideas are to mine. And make sure you do yourself a favor and check out Neil's awesome podcast at onionjuicepodcast.com. And while you're there, download Neil's cheat sheet where he's perfected an interview technique that gives him a 99% success rate at listing presentations. I love it. It's brilliant. Okay, let's do it. Well, hi, everybody. This is uh, a little bit different today. This is an informal chat with my friend Neil Mathwick from Realty Executives in Madison, Wisconsin. How are you doing, Neil? Good, Ray. How are you today? Buddy, I'm very well, and thank you for setting aside some time for this. Uh, I know you and I have been trying to connect for a few months, uh, and we've come up with a really tantalizing headline or, or topic for our podcast, I guess, which is the 10 best ways to get listings. And Neil and I were just talking now before I press record, and we think we've got more than 10, Neil. Right. <laughs> we're going to have 10, and then and then there'll be many bonuses. So this, this will work out really well. Now, before we yeah. get into it, just tell us a little bit about, I, I know the Onion Juice podcast, which I love. Uh, and for those of you who haven't checked out Neil's podcast, make sure you do. You just go to onionjuicepodcast.com. Uh, sounds gross, but uh, I mean, it sounds terrible, yeah. but it, it is terrific. <laughs> so... Uh, um, 
Yeah, that's a, that, well, you are a little bit different. So can you just tell me about what you're doing and just a little bit of history? Just give give you, me a little bit of background. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Thank you so much, Ray. I I, uh, I started the Onion Juice podcast because I wanted to challenge the status quo, do things different. We believe in being a media company that happens to sell real estate and attracting business. And I, I look at my past and my career and I look at many other agents and what I often see is that they're following each other and they're, 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 they're just like sheep, you know, and they're following each other and, yep. and, um, and they're all kind of drinking the same thing. And yep. so I wanted to, I wanted to show the title of the show to be a tangible thing. Uh, and so I like the idea of drinking content and I felt like everybody's drinking orange juice and doing the same thing. And I wanted to give them something different. And so the other OJ would happen to be onion juice. So that's how we got the disgusting name. And, and, uh, but it, it is, it is all about being different and, and challenging status quo and doing, doing things. And and being being yourself. That's that's another big thing. Yeah, letting your uh, personality out. Yes, definitely, definitely. And so that's that's how we did it. And and Ray, I um I'm so excited to connect with you because um it, it, it was it was this was like we've been trying like we said trying to get this done for like the last two months and it is it all falls on me uh, is my Ray if you weren't persistent I don't think we would have ever got this show off the ground so I thank you for that because I'm running around all over the place and and realizing that um that I I've got too many irons in the fire often and so uh, so thank you for being persistent thank you for putting this together. And I think this is just going to make a great show. And um, and if you're not to my listeners, because the nice thing about this show is is Ray and I can cross over here. So Ray can Ray can put this on his podcast, and I can put this on my podcast. And Ray, yours is is TopAgentPlaybook.com. Uh, tell us about your podcast. What does that look like? And and uh, what are you what are, what value are you bringing to the market? Okay, well, Top Agents Playbook is uh, I've been in real estate all my life. I'm a fourth generation real estate agent. I live in Toronto, Canada, or just north of Toronto. Um, but I've been in real estate all my life and uh, I actually needed a way, Neil, when I, I, a lot of my market is in Australia, so I needed a way that I could still communicate with people and give value and uh, while living here in Canada, obviously we're 14 hours apart from Melbourne, Sydney, it's a totally different uh, time zone, obviously. Um, I'm asleep when they're awake and vice versa. So it was about probably a couple of years ago that that podcasts really started to gain some momentum and I thought boy I could really leverage this technology I could reach out and connect with my Australian uh, clients and friends and contacts and and agents in the community that I know there uh, and that I could also um, reach out and connect with people here in here in the US and Canada and Probably much like your podcast, mine's been listened to in in more than a hundred countries, which which is just blows me away. There is, uh, you know, our market is global, um, so I started doing it and started building content, and and I guess the the most difficult thing is just to start. But once you start, you can gain momentum and. That was when I kind of started adding some guests, and I and, and I like the idea of doing things a little bit differently. And um, one of my best rating shows has been the former FBI negotiator, a guy called Gary Nessner, who uh, who was the negotiator at Waco, Texas, back in the day, and uh, has got uh, written a very awesome book called Stalling for Time. So I guess I kind of like the the idea of, of of changing it up a little bit. Like you, I've always been a fan of being different. Um, my USP or unique selling proposition in, in the market when I was selling real estate full-time was that uh, I don't believe that real estate has a recommended retail price. So if I can use my skills and knowledge and experience and training to help my sellers get a better 
real estate result. That's what I'm all about. I, and I actually wrote a book called uh, How to Sell Your Home for More. And I'll actually put a put a link to uh, an electronic version of the book so people can check it out. But that's been a lead generator now for many years. Uh, it's had over 200,000 uh, 200, uh, sales, 15 editions. And that's been something that uh, members now are using everywhere to help them get more leads So uh, uh, and, and make more sales. So 40 bucks uh, on Amazon, but free from a Best Agents member. So that's kind of been my point of difference in the market. And you talked about being persistent in following you up. I think I heard, uh, I heard from you I'd been trying to reach you and trying to reach you, and I'll, I'll, I'll state this publicly now, but my son Charlie and I did a road trip. He's playing, he's playing hockey with uh, a team in Southern Oregon. Uh, this this season uh, playing ice hockey and we did a road trip out west and I was thinking when I drive down under Chicago or under uh, Milwaukee I might just head north to <laughs> Madison and <laughs> knock on your door and go hey guess what <laughs> we we'll stick a microphone in your face no I wouldn't have done that I wouldn't have done that but uh, uh, would have made for a great show <laughs> but but That's you know awesome. it's like we got to be persistent in real estate because. You don't get, you know, all of these ideas that we're about to share are really cool ideas, and there's some, there's some, there's going to be some gold here, I know. But if you're not persistent, if you don't keep doing, if you don't keep following, following up, um, I did a, I did an interview um, with a terrific guy called Patrick McKinnon, and Pat was selling TVs in in Best Buy or the Best Buy equivalent in in Queensland called Harvey Norman, and and uh, he was doing okay, but he did seven fifty in GCI in his in his first year in real estate just because he was persistent and he kept asking the question and and just putting it out there. So I think that's a big part of of what we're about. If you can be a little bit different and you can keep following up, and you know the answer is always no until you ask, I guess Neil. So you got to keep asking. That's it. That's it. And I appreciate it. And and I, this is my apology to you because I, I, I felt bad about it. I, I just have launched so many different projects and so many things going on. And, uh, and then and then the other thing, too, is in the onion juice listeners know about this. I didn't have the equipment to do a really good uh, to do a really good interview until just about, I don't know, six weeks ago, a month ago, uh, or, uh, t- two months ago. So, uh, so this is, this is nice now that I've got the whole studio set up and I'm, I'm ready to, uh, to do a nice episode like this. So, yeah. So yeah. thanks for hanging in there with me, Ray. I oh, it's that. my pleasure, buddy. You don't, you don't it's need awesome. to apologize. And, and when I was doing, you know, like, like you, I'm, I'm always searching to see, uh, where I'm ranking in keywords and the onion, onion juice podcast kept coming up. So, I thought I got to hook up with this guy Neil and, and find out his story. So, oh, excellent. So let's get into these the ten best ways. What we wanted to do, everybody, is we wanted to pick the the the, the ten best ways, and they'll probably end up being more than ten. But listings are our lifeblood. Obviously, we can't have a sale until we got a listing. So. Um, We've just we've just written down some some ideas here. We weren't gonna we were gonna count them down ten to one, but I think we'll just get into them. Neil, this, some of these are just brilliant. Um, do we want to start with open homes? Yeah, let's let's start. You just lead the way, and, and I'll pipe in when. when okay, you did. okay. Well, awesome. Well, the first one I want to talk about is open homes, and I think I think a lot of agents miss opportunities here. So uh, one of the best ways I, I think there's if a couple of key questions I love to ask at open homes really helps me qualify my market. Now, what I'm really looking for, obviously I'm looking for a buyer who's going to buy the property, but chances are I'm a, I'm this is a marketing exercise, I may well attract 
another seller. Specifically, that's not why I'm there, but it's such a great source for attracting new business, making new contacts. And Neil, this is really all about the relationship. So, um, you know, it's very rare that somebody will ring you cold and list with you straight away. I guess if it's a referral and, and thank goodness it does happen, but a lot of the time it's a relationship. I think it's about and I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether these are Australian figures or North, or North American, but on average, it's about 12 months between the time the person first calls you and when they actually list with you. That's average. Some people might do it in a week. Others, it might be five years. But the average is about a year. So, the relationship part of it is pretty important. Anyway, back to back to open homes and asking some specific questions. So, Neil, if you were going to come through my open home, I would want to engage you, uh, and I would want to reach out and help you in a helpful way, in a non-threatening way, uh, in a non-intimidating way. So I wouldn't be sort of bowling up to you and saying, hey, have you got a house to sell? Because you're gonna, your defences are going to be going up straight away. Uh, I would say something, have you seen through the property before, uh, is often a good, a good lead off because I'm, I'm wanting to find out a little bit more about, about the person. I'll be wanting to find out if they've had the chance to make any offers. And one key question I love to ask, just a quick qualifier, um, and I'm used to doing open homes where there might be 40 or 50 parties of people coming through. Uh, a lot of our open homes are very short, like half an hour. I know here they're half a day or whatever. Um, my personal view is you don't need that. If your property's priced correctly, people will come along. But anyway, that's, a, that's, that's another discussion for another day. But I like the idea of asking, the, the, I would be asking you, would you like me to let you know if it's going to be sold? So uh, and the follow-up question to that is, can I help you with your purchase or what kind of property you're looking for? And then I got my pen out. I'm starting to make notes. Um, I've got a copy of my book there that I'm offering to them. Would you like a copy of the book? I can get one to you. And I just have a little free book register where they put their name and email uh, and phone number. And that's my kind of quick qualifier to engage somebody at an open, I guess, and uh, have the potential to start that relationship. That's excellent. I, and, and I like too, I like your, your call to action. And we talk a lot about that where, where if you have something like your book, I mean, a book is gold. I, I love that. Uh, I've also, you know, to, to, I, I guess I'm not too good at open houses on getting listings from open houses. I'm, I'm better at, uh, at, at buyers by offering like a buyer app or, or if, if it's a first time home buyer, some grant programs that I know about that they may not know about, but something to hook them with, I think is, is, is super powerful. Um, so I love that. And, and the book again, how can they get a copy of, can they, can they buy this book and could they use this as well as a, the, the the book's on Amazon uh, and we sell bulk copies and I've also I'm also doing something else that's interesting at the moment I've actually ghostwritten a book uh, and if people want to check it out they can go to realestateauthors.net but I have ghostwritten a book so um, another real estate professional can be the author which is a pretty common thing nowadays so I'm as far as supporting agents Neil and helping them get more listings and make more sales I'm really interested in helping them promote their own personal brand. Um, I know, for example, you're with Realty Executives and there's Remax and there's Keller Williams and throw a rock and you'll hit 20 brands and, and they're all great brands. But at the end of the day, it's going to be the individual that's across the living room table or the individual that I'm going to be starting to do business with. So I like right. the idea of promoting the indiv the individual person and, and their brand. But yeah, I'll definitely put links to everything here in the show notes so people can check it out. 
Excellent, excellent. So I'll go on to I'll go on to another one here. Um, um, one of my one of my bread and butters was the fizzbowls and expired hunting. Yep. And and I like um, I, so so I, I look at it. You do it two different ways. One is phone calling, and one is mailing. Uh, you can door knock too if you want, but really those are the two uh, most common ways. Uh, if you're going to do phone calling, I would definitely recommend Mike Ferry and his scripts. I think I think he has got that nailed down and it's perfect. Um, for me, I wasn't a phone caller. I, I didn't like the the idea of picking up the phone and calling. Uh, what I often found was that if I did it, if I did it, I would do it until I was busy. And then as soon as I was busy, I couldn't keep up with it. Yep. And so I, I found that with mailing, I could have my assistant continue with the process. No matter how busy I got, the mail still got out. And what I did with my mailing is I w- um, always had a lead magnet in there. So I always gave them a reason to go to my website. And one of the things that I that I ended up landing on, I tried a few different things throughout the years, but the one thing that I ended up landing on and the thing that was most successful was offering the sellers questions to ask when interviewing their next realtor. And so my letters would be something like, you know, I, I don't want to come across and say that I know it all or that I know the reason why your house didn't sell. But what I do know is that you need to ask more better questions the next time you hire somebody okay. because obviously okay. you made a mistake this time and, and you need to hire somebody that um, that an- knows how to answer these questions. And so to get those questions, go to my website and download the special report. Nice. And so I would I, I did that and I also ran a radio ads as well um, where it just said when hiring a realtor, you need to make sure you ask the right questions, uh, come to my website. So I was driving traffic both from radio ads and from the the uh, the Fisbo and expired mailings um, to get this to get this special report. So um, and then Fisbo's in our market really dried up when the flat fee MLS came out, where where you could list to get on the MLS for just a flat fee, and that really narrowed our our Fisbo market because those now technically were listed by a broker, right. and so we couldn't we couldn't market to them anymore. And so the Fisbo market went from being you know twenty new fizzbows a week to being like one new fizzbow a week. So, yeah. uh, so I really cooled off on the fizzbow hunting, but expired hunting, hunting, especially during the recession. Oh my, that was the glory days of, of, of expired hunting because there were so many properties that weren't selling and expiring. And, and I was listing, you know, two to five of them a week. Yeah. Nice. Um, so nice. yeah, I, I love the idea of, uh, I've, I've personally had a lot of success with Fizbo's over the years, and um, it took me a while to, to tweak the formula and to get it right, Neil, but ultimately what, what I did was I, I worked out that a, a seller who's looking to save a fee, I guess, obviously, um, which is why they list it for themselves and try and sell it themselves, they're trying to save the fee, they don't really understand the difference that a good agent can make they don't understand how an agent is there to help them add value they have this perception um, rightly or wrongly that uh, it can't be that hard all you need to do is put a sign on and, and put an ad in the on the online or wherever it might be uh, and you know you'll you'll be attracting a stream of traffic toward your listing and and we know that's often not true in fact we know that a lot of the 
We know that a lot of the sellers who actually list through the discount companies, uh, and I can think of companies like Comfrey and Property Guys, and I'm not sure what you have there in Wisconsin, but um, there are these there are these companies. Um, a lot of those listings actually end up with real estate agents and are actually sold by real estate agents at the end of the day. So, I guess it's if I can help, and, and this is this is a great uh, segue again for my book because I was able to help educate the sellers that um, there is no recommended retail. If you follow this formula, you can influence your selling price working with your realtor to get a great result. So that was a big part of I guess of my success of selling with for sale by owners. That's great. Do you want to take the next one? Yeah, I'd like to talk about. Um, I'm a big fan of, and, and this actually happened. I'm a big. It's called the professional contact list, uh, and this came about at a time um, I'd, I'd started my business. It was 1990. My brother and I started our business in in, in Melbourne, in Australia, and. It was the start of a very, very tough recession, four years. You know, we'd just opened our doors. We hadn't borrowed a lot of money, fortunately. We hadn't bought a rental business or anything like that. But um, it was kind of like the market dried up overnight. There were, you know, and in real estate, uh, as a real estate agent, we're primarily not that, as, as far as running your business, we're primarily not that concerned with actual prices as we are with turnover. If you're doing 10 deals a month and it suddenly goes to three deals a month, it's going to hurt. There's just not the volume of property out there for sales. So I came up with this idea to create a professional contact list. And I'll, show you, I'll tell you quickly how it works. I would list everybody that I ever had anything to do with professionally, accountants, uh, the coffee shop guy, um, anything to do with with building a building a house, uh, a planner, an architect, a plumber, drywaller or plasterer as we call them in Australia, uh, a floor sander, gardener, anybody, a painter, anybody, and and my list was kind of fifty or sixty names long, so I'd list everybody on there, and I'd call it raise professional contact list at the top, and the subheading would be. Um, uh, um, I hope I can't remember specifically what it says, but it said something along the lines of, uh, "I hope you find this this list useful. If you need any professional care, uh, please make sure you you mention my name and you know expect top quality service." So, I'd not only use that as part of my pre-listing kit uh, and have it as a downloadable. Uh, uh, item from my website, a PDF or whatever, I'd actually send it to the people who are on the list, right? So if you're sending, everybody wants contacts. I think everybody needs contacts. If you're going to prospect in the morning, you've got to have somebody to call. So this was a way that I could create literally out of thin air, people I was giving business to anyway, or people that I knew, and I could approach them and say, hey, do you know what? You're on my list. I hope you don't mind, but I'm referring your name and information out. Does this all look correct? I'd send that in a letter. Then I'd follow them up with a phone call and say, hey, Larry, just wanted to let you know you're on my professional contact list. Make sure you give anybody the red carpet treatment when they call you. So, you know, Neil, I guess we can talk about the old law of reciprocity. What goes around comes around. I I really felt entitled at that point to be able to ring my professional contact list after I'd been doing it for a few months and say, hey, make sure you let me know if you hear of anybody looking to sell or I'd send them a copy of my book. Would you like to distribute the book out or a flyer or something like that? So... I found if I was helping them, they'd be more inclined to, to help me. And 
that list got us through some very tough years in the early 90s when we started our business because I was supporting people who were supporting me and and it just worked. My sellers would love it. In fact, at a listing presentation, uh, you know, often you're at a listing presentation and a room needs painting or the garden's a mess or the garage is overloaded with junk. You can often um, drag out the professional contact list and go, Mrs. Johnson, uh, you could say, Mrs. Johnson, um, you know, we talked about uh, cleaning out your garage. Would you mind if I called Bill here on our list to, to come around and give you an estimate as to what that would cost? It's almost like a little trial close, Neil, and that, that worked very, very well. It's just brilliant. You like that? I love that one. I love it. <laughs> and, and I love it for the brand new agent out there because the brand new agent is looking to network and, and connect with people. And the brand new agent is calling on, you know, I, I, I call it my top 25 referral partners yeah. where, where you want to have people that are going to refer you and you refer them. But I never brought in the contact list of this side of it. And that's just beautiful. And this is also the list that can be, that can be distributed uh, even on a website or, you know, to drive uh, link backs to, to each, each contractor's website as well. For sure. And, oh, this is, I love that idea. And, and, the, really- and the good thing is it's basically free. You know, yeah. so you can you can put this together, and and I, I mean, look, I don't know about you, but I I'm a big fan, and and the top agents that I speak with, the guys that are doing four and five million in GCI a year, um, you know, these are phenomenal operators. Uh, the these guys, Neil, they are still blocking out four mornings a week at least from from nine till till eleven or whatever it might be. They are the most productive hours of their day, so. I'm not talking about yeah. cold calling. I'm talking about warm calling and connecting with people yeah. who know us and love us. And and if I'm giving my accountant or my architect or mortgage broker or, or financial advisor, if I'm giving them business, if I'm referring them clients, if, if I'm giving them publicity, you know, you could even promote this on Facebook, there's going to be uh, a need there that, that they can they can give you something back. And... Um, you know, over time, and I worked it so successfully, if somebody wasn't giving me anything back, I'd replace them. So, um, uh, you know, what goes around comes around. I think, I think it was only fair. I was working hard to promote them and in a nice way expected the same in return. Right. Well, and it's also like this causability thing where, where some agents struggle with picking up the phone and having a reason to call somebody, the, the cause to, to call somebody. And with, with a professional contact list, that gives them a great reason to call them and to continue to call them. To continue to follow up That's with right. them, yep. and uh, so there's. Oh, I like this man. You hit me. You hit me with this one. I didn't. I saw this on the list, and I didn't know what it meant. And uh, I'm. I'm very. I like this one. Well, like, <laughs> this is like, good. Like you said, I think you Facebook messaged me. I, you said I like off the wall. You know, um, uh, out of the box stuff, different stuff yeah. that uh, that we can use. And you know, it's never hard to pick to pick up the phone and and call somebody that you're referring business to. Uh, and it's just a warm call, and you can and you can say. And if you've got a product that you can also promote, um, people are always looking. You know, like I talk about the accountant or the financial planner or the banker or whatever it might be. Everybody's looking for business. It's just a fact of life. So, if you've got a product that you can offer them to help help them promote their business and and reach out and and give the love to their clients and provide some good content to their clients, that's going to work for you in return as well. That's great. 
So I'll I'll bring up one here. Uh, Bean, I, and, and I and I talked about this with Bean in the beginning of the show here, and saying what the Onion Juice podcast is about. But it's being a media company that happens to sell real estate. Yes. So let me define that a little bit and and give some content around that. So so being a media company that happens to sell real estate, what this means is, is you're constantly pumping out media. And the best example would be to compare yourself to a radio station. A radio station is really good at entertaining you, so they, they bring an entertainment value to their show. Yep. If you look at their Facebook pages, they're flooded with likes and comments and interaction and engagement, and they are, and, that, and I already touched on that, they're the masters of engagement. They know how to get people to engage with them. And so by being a media company, either pumping out content uh, where you're talking about your city, you're, you're talking about things that interest people, you're talking about entertainment, even, you know, everybody enjoys a good laugh every once in a while. So you're, you're hitting on a lot of those different emotions and, and you're, um, like if you're going to be a media company that happens to sell real estate and you focus on your city, I live in the city of Madison, Wisconsin, and there is a never-ending source of content. I can interview the business owner that has been in business for 30 years and has a ton of great stories. I can interview the brand-new business owner that just opened up their brand-new restaurant and, and, and the, the story behind getting it started. I can interview the lady that, that lived, has lived in the neighborhood for 50 years and can remember when all of this was cornfields. Uh, and all of this brings is all content that people want to consume. And I'm in every video. I'm in every podcast. I'm the, 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 the host of all of everything that's happening on this page. And it's getting shared and, it, and, it's, getting, and it's creating engagement. Uh, and so I'm the radio station. I'm the DJ. I'm the show host. I'm the producer. I'm the media company, right? Yep. And I'm attracting people to my radio station or to my Facebook page. And then when they get ready to buy and sell real estate, they think of me because I'm the one that they've been watching throughout all of these years. Uh, and then another example of that is I did a trivia game on my Facebook page called Mathwig Monday Trivia. Every Monday morning I would get on there and say, hey, it's Neil Mathwig here. It's that time once again to play Mathwig Monday Trivia. Here's today's trivia question. And I would give a trivia question that was like family feud style. It okay. wasn't one that they could Google. You know, like this week is name someone who is famous for helping people. And, and and there's unlimited answers, right? There's so many answers to that. And then if nobody guesses it, then on Tuesday I give a clue. Wednesday I give a clue. And then I give away a $25 gift certificate to the person that wins. And this gets anywhere from 2,500 to 5,000 views a week. Wow. Uh, it gets anywhere from 50 to 100 comments a week. Uh, and and uh, the, the 2013, the last year that I practiced fully before I took the CEO position here at Realty Executives, the, that last year, I sold 31 houses because of Mathwig Monday Trivia, meaning I didn't meet these people until playing Mathwig Monday Trivia. Wow. And, uh, and so it's just being a media That's a company cool that idea. attracts people. Yeah, yeah. That's such a cool so, idea. So, yeah, and it's fun. You yeah. know, like it, it's like it takes, the, it takes the job out of the career. Like it, it, it makes it uh, – I don't know. I pretended like I was a, a radio DJ most of the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you sound like one. 
Sure. <laughs> Maybe drinking all that onion juice has affected your voice box or something, that's but uh, yes. something's going on. So uh, when, let me just unpack that for a sec. When you're talking about um, uh, po- you know, interviewing people, are you talking about um, recording and, and doing a, like a mini podcast and posting that on Facebook or a video, that kind of thing? Yeah, you can do it a few different ways. One would be just an audio podcast like what we're doing right here yep. another would be would be to you know set up a tripod with a with your phone and, and just record a, a video and then post that maybe post it on facebook and on on youtube and then put it on your website another idea too is just to do a facebook live episode uh facebook is really favoring facebook live episodes right now so yes. you're going to get more views because of it being facebook live versus just being a video so um and and the cool thing about it all is it gets shared i mean i i have uh, people from athletic money trivia that share it every week like they they just automatically i post it and there they are sharing it yeah <laughs> so yeah what um, a great idea what an awesome idea and yeah. i love i love the, i mean i think the first podcast of, of yours that i listened to and it's a regular theme but um you you offer this advice you know become a media company that also happens to sell real estate and people can tap into that um I'm on a personal push to encourage real estate professionals in their area to run a community podcast because you can access people that you wouldn't have otherwise have otherwise had access to. You can you can um, you know this everybody who runs from the person that runs the hospital, the fire chief, the school principal, um, business leaders in your area. Uh, celebrity sports people in your area, you're not going to get to talk to these people just because you're a realtor uh, or a real estate agent. Yeah. But if you can give them, if you can give them a little bit of publicity, uh, they're going to want to talk to you. And the other gorgeous thing that happens as well, Neil, is that they start to share it. They'll share it on their Facebook page or on their Twitter account or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. And suddenly you'll be connecting with people that didn't even know you. Who is this? Who's this Neil Mathwig guy? Okay, he's a realtor with uh, Realty Executives. Let's let's uh, speak to him and let's follow him on Facebook. And that's that whole beautiful thing about the relationship. And it starts right there. Yeah, you're producing the content and you're networking at the same time. Yep. I mean, it's all it's all wrapped up into one. Yeah, absolutely. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.